0: Welcome to the first BCF ORG podcast, the business of business. I am your host, Brian Fisher. This podcast series will be focusing on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They will be approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. I'll try to not make this too dry and factual, but with some punch and content. If you love business as much as I do, you definitely won't be bored. Hopefully you will find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. A lot of us have industry skills, not necessarily business skills. This podcast series will help you on the business side. We all ask ourselves, how can I get better at what I do? Besides, winning is fun and it feels good. Who should listen? This podcast series is primarily targeted to business owners, but also C-level executives, management, fast-track management personnel, and anyone considering starting a business. For some of you, this will be review, which never hurts. For others, it will be new. Now, why should you listen to me? I've been there, done that. As a business owner for 34 years, I survived some significant business cycles. I founded, managed, grew, and eventually sold a successful industrial automation distributorship. I am basically an engineer turned salesman turned business owner. A few years into business ownership, I realized I had a tiger by the tail and needed business experience. I sat next to a peer at a dinner. He had recently attended the Harvard Business School OPM program, Unit 1. He became my reference and I went through the Harvard Business School OPM program, Class twenty six. I should point out that I'm a management, sales, and operations person, not an M and expert or a financial analyst. Although not a financial analyst, you need to have competent financial people on your staff. You need to pay attention to the numbers. I've divided these podcast episodes into four categories: management, operations, sales, and financial. So far, there are over 70 topics to discuss and growing. Due to the length of this podcast, some of these topics will become mini-series. We are consistently faced with challenges. Hopefully, this podcast series will assist you in breaking down these challenges into smaller, manageable components. First, who is your customer? Why should they buy from you? And what will they pay for your goods or services? Always keep this in the back of your mind. Be customer-centric. They are the reason you are in business. Today, we're starting with two topics from the financial column, EBITDA and gross margin. EBITDA, E-B-I-T-A, is the bottom line measurement, and gross margin is the money we have to work with. We're going to start at the end with EBITDA and end at the beginning with gross margin. First, EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, and amortization, sometimes EBITDA, E-B-I-T-D-A, where the D is used for asset depreciation. This is what the banks and prospective buyers use as a quick view of the health of your company, typically two to three years, but it all depends on the situation. Run your company as though you're going to sell. This will help maximize your EBITDA. As EBITDA grows, so does the value of your company, in turn bonuses and dividends. As your business grows, it needs cash or working capital to reinvest. A strong EBITDA allows for growth to reinvest in people, equipment, and other fixed assets. EBITDA is not the only measure of your company, but is an important and universal one. EBITDA is not a measure of your company's cash flow, it's a measure of your profitability. Increasing your EBITDA is easier said than done. Here are some suggestions on how to improve your EBITDA. First, work on increasing revenue while holding back on expenses. Improve your cost of sales. Improve your operating expenses. Diversify your customers. You do not want to have all your eggs in one basket. Look at customer type, size, and industry. This is like your personal financial portfolio. You want to grow into good times, but you also want to protect yourself in the bad. Improve your team. The team is critical. It's hard for a competitor to outperform a solid, knowledgeable team. Recruit and maintain the best staff. A players like being with other A players. Improve your cash flow. You will always need available cash. Understand your competition. They are typically more like us than we want to admit. I always like to beware my competitors, not to follow, but to use various information to make my own decisions. EBITDA is an important factor, especially when you need to go to the bank for a loan or line of credit. While EBITDA is not actually the bottom line, how we get there depends on a lot of factors. You still need to deduct interest paid and taxes paid to end up with net profit. Net profit is there to use for reinvestment and as you see fit. There's always more But that's it for EBITDA on this podcast. Now, on to gross margin. Gross margin, some call it gross profit. Gross profit is dollars, while gross margin is typically percentage. These terms get used interchangeably all the time. Basically, it's the difference between what you sold it for and your cost of goods, excluding expenses. If you're a service-based company, there is no cost of goods. It's people. Whether you call it gross margin or gross profit, this is your money to spend. All your expenses, fixed and variable, come out of this number. Controlling your expenses can be some of the hardest and grueling decisions you make, but is very necessary. Without disclosing dollars, the gross margin percentage can be used to compare your performance with your peers and in your industry. What does the gross margin tell you? Well, it tells us a lot. Uh, By tracking your company's gross margin percentage, you can determine whether you're able to increase your selling price. It could be that competitors are reducing prices or expanding their sales efforts, and you have to cut your price to get the order. Be very cautious of chasing your competitors to the bottom. If you do, you will most likely lose. There may be a strategic reason to take the order at a low margin, but be very careful if you do so don't do this at the risk of your company. You need to live to fight another day. Some customers are better left to the clemency of your competitors. The gross margin of individual products could indicate that some products should be promoted more aggressively and some products should be phased out or prices increased. I tracked gross margin on a regular basis to see how we were doing, especially on bookings. It was one of my leading indicators. The trick is to always work on increasing your gross margin. Do a little bit each year, say 1% or even a half percent. In a few years, you'll be amazed at the improvement in your bottom line. Sounds small and easy, it is not. It is typically a combination of increasing revenue and cutting costs. Also, look and adjust for hidden costs, like credit card charges, Expedited shipping, touching orders, multiple times, terms, etc. These hidden costs can easily exceed 5% of the total sales dollar, a significant higher percentage when compared to actual gross margin. Once I found a customer with terms paying with a credit card. Yikes! I made a phone call, spoke to the customer in a conversational tone, and came to the agreement it was either terms or credit card, but not both. The customer agreed. Again, all these things are easier said than done. While gross margin is not actually the start, it follows the sales process, but it is the start of your revenue stream. Gross margin as cash flow is the lifeblood of your organization. Well, those are today's topics, EBITDA and gross margin, the end and the beginning. Decisions you make with everything in the middle depends on how your company performs. We will be discussing these middle topics, which take up most of our time, in future episodes. Thank you for listening. If you would like to reach out to me with any questions, ideas, or potentially be a guest, please go to www.bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Check on that if you would like to see my profile. In business, running a successful profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. Wishing you the best. Thanks.